I'm Danielle, and you're listening to The Flash Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flash Podcast. Your part for all here to CW's The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Baron, aka The Flash. I'm gonna host Andy B as always, and with me tonight, as always, are the amazing Tatiana and Breeze. How are you ladies doing today? I am doing. And how are you, Breeze? I'm good. I feel like I haven't recorded with you all in a while so i'm excited uh to be recording today it's been a been a while well last time me and me and taddy were recording uh before last weekend we you were you were you were busy moving so and that that takes a lot of time are you uh are you all settled in now have you unpacked uh all your important things including your nerd stuff and so i mean like um I got. Do you have like a lot of collectibles? Because I had a friend who moved like a couple, like a month ago or something. He it took him a for, forever to get to get everything settled because of all of his collectibles, like Funkos and toys and stuff like that. I do have um, a good bit of Funko pops that are still backed up. I need to figure out how I'm going to display them, but otherwise I'm unpacked. So awesome! That's good. That's good to hear. Um, well, we're here today because we are, we're getting very close now to the season premiere of The Flash, which will start on Tuesday, October 8th at 8 7 Central on the CW. So mark your calendars because it's going to be the biggest season of all time. Lots of things going down, you know, no big deal, but you know, there is a crisis coming. If you guys haven't heard, um, it's probably, it's probably going to be all over the place. Um, but we do have some uh, some news. We have it's been, it's been a while since we have a lot of news to discuss. Uh, so first of all, um, we got episode titles. Uh, so the first episode will be called Into the Void. Second episode will be called A Flash of the Lightning. The third episode will be called Dead Man Running. And the fourth episode. Will be called, and the fourth episode will be called There Will Be Blood. Uh, so, oh wow. So what what do we what do we all think? Uh, does any of these titles stand on the most? I mean, I for me, I think a, a Flash of the Lightning is the one that pops up for me because it's a direct title from issue eight of Cries of Infinite Earths, the book. Um, what do we all think? Yeah, I mean that's a pretty big teaser to lift the name from Crisis. And the other ones, I mean, there will be blood. Obviously, that's referencing blood work. Uh, who will get in the first arc of the season? And it's always a fun title. Yeah, I thought Dead Man Running was a reference to Black Flash, but then I realized that Legends of Tomorrow kind of screwed over the Black Flash. 
Um, we haven't seen him since uh, his appearance in the season finale of the Tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, and he wasn't really the Black Flash. He's just kind of like, meh. What? What do you mean, meh? Like, he's just kind of like a Grim Reaper type, you know, it's not really a character. Well, right, but... Just like, like a time race. But like like an upgraded time race. But like as well, they still... They still killed him, which is like not something you're, you're supposed to be able to do. <laughs> yes, they did. I'm just saying that even if they hadn't, it's not like it would be like, whoa, he's coming, it's gonna be important, you know? They already didn't do much with him. Yeah, this is why I don't like giving Little Tomorrow any of our Flash characters, because they always mess them up. Uh, um, you know, they they, um, they mess up Firestorm, they kill Martin Stein, um, Wally, you know, he came and ran. <laughs> Pun. Ha ha ha! I'm horrible, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, it's not like, yeah. Let's just let's just say they weren't ruining anyone that we were doing a lot of good with. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, these are uh, good teasers uh, with these titles, and I'm sure we're gonna because Ryan and they're filming the seventh episode of of the season, which means that they're getting they're getting very close to filming the, the crossover. crossover. It's it's gonna be either episode eight or episode nine. Um. I noticed Stephen Amell, he just put that day, he posted um, all the five scripts. Uh, like, let me rephrase it because now people are going to think that the scripts are actually out there. No, he posted a picture of the cover pages of each script for each of the crossover episodes. Um, and on what, like, the Supergirl episode, it's, it's going to be episode nine of Supergirl. Um, but we right, because not- isn't it going to be our mid season finales? So, yeah, episode nine makes sense. Although Arrow, dude, the crisis for uh, for Arrow will be episode eight because Mark you're gonna have a specific. It said episode nine and ten are very Arrow specific. So episode episode eight for Arrow, episode nine for Supergirl, and then I don't know what the uh, well. I mean, no, five hundred one will be the one for Legends, um, and then Batwoman and Flash. We don't know yet, um. But we know that's basically what's uh, what's going down. Um, but then we, the, the the big thing we have to discuss is, you know, we've seen the Barry's new costume, but we haven't seen his new cowl until until recently, because uh, TV Land they revealed um, a first look at um, at um, at his new costume from the premiere. And, boy, Grant was not kidding when he said that they were doing something very different with it. Um, ladies, what what do we think? Do we... Because it looks very reminiscent of the cow from the comics. Like, because they, they, they've now... they ditched the, um, the lightning bolt. Like, the, 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 like the smaller lightning bolts. Yeah. And they given us, like... What what do we call them? Like wings? Like 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 or like what what is it called? Your face. Um, no, that's not what it's called. Why? How do you know? Maybe your face is called that. No, I have no idea. I don't really know what you call them, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like 
No, I don't know. Wings, horns, I don't know. But either way, I just I do I like the look of the new costume. I don't know what to call it, but I appreciate it. Um, and I'm very very happy we have a cow back. Yeah, I am as well. I think it looks a lot nicer, um, and it, it being more uh, true to the comics, I think will be nice going into Crisis. Now, this is their best suit um, because it has the right uh, color texture. You know, it's very it's very bright red. Uh, it has some of those yellow linings um, that the costume has in some of the variations in the comics. And then, of course, the mask. I mean, the cow is, you know, with the with the earpiece has now looking like it's it's not like soup. They're not like super big like there are in the comics, but they're like they're it's as close as we ever get to it, I guess. So yeah. And of course, everyone is happy about the chin strap. Um, Thank God. Even though I think it is the most ridiculous thing people have reacted to on the show, like out of all the crazy things that we've seen in the past in the past five years, the chin strap being gone for a year it was maybe the most was ridiculous. the worst travesty of mankind. No, it's okay, the, it's the most ridiculous, <laughs> most ridiculous reaction I've ever seen. Because I'm, I'm like. Because I'm like, you still, I mean, you still don't know it's Barry Allen underneath it. Um, I'm like, you know, hey, you know what? Good for my boy Grad of, of being, of having a bit more comf- comfortable, um, uh, you know, because I'm sure that cowl isn't easy to wear. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think I read somewhere that he can even, he can't even hear anything when he's in it. So, but y'all, it's back. It's all good. So. You know, don't you know? Don't throw away your cats. You know, don't burn down any buildings or someone. It's fine. It's back. So there you go. And then we have we we have a first new teaser that is about <laughs> eleven seconds long, <laughs> <laughs> which is like I don't think we've I don't think any teaser we've ever covered before has been that short. But um, but yeah, it's okay. So like, it opens up with Barry. Um, he's wearing Jay Gar- Garrick's helmet, um, uh, and someone is strapping on things to the wings on that, and he basically said that he sees sees billions of deaths happening. Um, mm-hmm. and then you see bad a, times, ba- very bad times. You see, also you see Michelle Harrison back as Nora Allen, but not thankfully, thankfully not. Nora Dying Al- again? Yes. Good, good gracious. This this woman, like, I cannot imagine what it's like. So, um, Miss Harrison, we're bringing you back for an episode in Vancouver. Okay, what am I going to do? Well, we're just going to refilm your death scene from a different angle this time. <laughs> this time it's this time it's from outside the window. Uh oh. Okay. N- not, a- not anything deeper. No, no, no. no. We we just need to see you de- see you dead. <laughs> Yeah. That's probably something Todd Helping said uh, when he was running. And now Eric Waller, maybe he's like, you know what? I got a storyline for you. Because uh, this Nora, she looks um, a little bit older. Like, it looks like, it looks like she's acting from like what she would have looked like if she was alive today. Um, could it be someone from... Could it be the Speed Force version of Nora? Could it maybe be a doppelganger? Or from a different... Yeah, a different Earth. Because if Crisis is going to be bringing other people together, right... Maybe Honora comes early. Yeah, that's that's what would be my guess that she's um, a different Earth, Nora, because yeah. we're obviously going to be exploring more than just the Earth already set up, or at least I hope so. Um, mm-hmm. 
Because in the in the comic, there's what five Earths that come together, and we've only seen three of them. Because we have Karis Earth, the the Prime Earth, and then Earth X we've seen. But I think that's it, right? Well, I guess in all the ones, well, the many Wellses. Right, the many Wellses. But some of those Wellses must have Noras in their Earths. I mean, not in their lives. Is anyone still scared out of their mind that we're gonna get like a scene? But there's 52 Harrison Wells all in there and just all going, Hi, Barry, all at the same time. I think that's just a very real, you know, possibility. So I just have to accept that that could very easily occur. I mean, I would love that. I'm not going to lie. Also, what you were saying <laughs> about uh, Wells and Nora, what if Wells is Barry's stepdad on one earth? That would be hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A, that would be horrible. That, that's a dark thought. Yeah, that would be funny, though, because, you know, he was kind of like a father figure to Barry in the first season. So there's an Earth where he is actually his father figure. Oh, my God. Somewhere out there, there's going to be people who are going to start writing fan fiction about Harris and Honora. What would it be? Uh, Hora? No. Hera? Hora. Hora? Hera? Hera. Well, yeah. Norrison, it would just be Norris. Norrison, I like that. That's oh a good my... one. Norrison's a nice one. That flows. The rescue. I was like, no, <laughs> these all sound horrible. Um, or Norrible. Too far, Tatiana. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm giving you a <laughs> thank you clap. Thank you. Are you? Are, do you? Do you feel proud of yourself, Tatiana Holland? I, I am very proud. I'm very proud. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, John with the ship is returning for the Crime of Infinite Earths crossover. That was revealed this week. Um, I wonder if he's back as Jay Garrick or as Barry Allen. I think or as Henry Allen. Omo. Uh, I'm still never understand what his Omo means. Uh, like, I always keep thinking you say FOMO, like fear out of missing out. No, but... no. It is not FOMO. OMO is literally Korean for, oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I I think he's only returning as Jay Garrick and uh, Barry Allen. I think his Barry Allen is the uh, is returning solely to be to be killed off. Uh, so that, because we, ha- you know, quite an Cry- any crisis has to have a, a death of a flash because. Oh, so we think that he his Barry Allen will die. Well, it would be. I'm trying. I'm not. Try- I- I'm trying to find a different word for fitting because it's not fitting for him to die because we haven't really spent a lot of time with him since his own TV show in the '90s and then one episode in the crossover. But it would be a way to kind of. Fulfill what the comic does of killing off mm-hmm. Barry Allen, um, mm-hmm. because they're not going to kill Kara. They're they're just not. No, she she's maybe she, they'll kill Superman. No, they're, they have. Maybe they, she'll hold Superman in her hands. A different Superman, Kingdom Come Superman. Oh, 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 oh. So Brandon Ralph only is coming back to, uh, to play Superman only to get killed to get killed off. Yep. That that's that, you heard it here first. That's very dark of you, Tatiana. Like it's almost like I should call you Tatiana Dark with an H, like as in Damien uh, Dark. You could call me that. You could call me that, and then you could write me out of my show after three seasons, even though I'm one of the best parts of it. 
What? Because Nard Dark is leaving Legends. I'm so mad about this. Anyway, moving on. Oh, yeah, that's... That's a mess. That's a big <laughs> mess. Um, and then finally we have a new poster. Which has uh, five of our main characters. We have Barry um, looking very sharp at his new cowl. We have Ralph, Iris, Cisco, and Killer Frost. Like... <laughs> Like y'all, okay. I gotta. I just gotta share this. Like when ta- when when the Daniel Patterberger said at Comic Con that Kilo- that Kato Frost is gonna take more center stage than than Caitlyn, it almost makes me wonder if Caitlyn is not even in season six. Oh, I'm sure she'll be in it. But yeah, it was funny to see Killer Frost on the poster instead of Caitlyn. I was like, oh, okay. And I, and you as the president of the Killer Frost fan club, you must be so excited. Uh, <laughs> you, like, you, put Caitlin, on, you put on your, your your wide wig and be like, yes, finally, the time has come. Yes, get that bread, Killer Frost. <laughs> uh, Breeze, do you want to add anything? Yeah, I mean, I have to say I'm not a huge fan of this poster. It looks a little uh, DIY Photoshop-y. Um, I don't think it's one of the better posters. I, I mean, I... Like Killer Frost, I don't mind seeing her have a bigger role, especially, I think, with Crisis and everything. I'm not sure there's much Caitlyn can really contribute. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm happy to see Cisco on there after all the rumors last spring that he would not be returning. So that's nice to see. And then we have uh, Ralph on there as well, kind of looking. Everyone's looking opposite directions, too, which is yeah. <laughs> kind of a mess. Poor Ralph also is just kind of like just randomly shoved in the back. Like he really looks like an afterthought. Like they're like, oh, we got to get Ralph in here somewhere. Quick. Yeah, maybe, yeah and he's maybe. like in full costume. Has the, yeah. While you were talking about the Photoshop, I got up because I gotta, I'm going to show you something. Did you ever watch Smallville? I've seen some of it, not okay. all of it. Okay. Uh, well, it's on Hulu.com if you want to go check out the whole series. But in their latest season, when they would do like these cast promos and so on, the CW's Photoshop department just showed really how bad they were at it. So I'm sending you a picture right now on uh, on our Facebook group chat, um, just to give you an idea of how bad it really was. Uh, this is the thing we got for season nine. Um, now, now let me tell you what what's wrong with it. Uh, it is Tom Well. Okay, so and, and guys, for people who want to know what we're talking about, just Google season small season nine banner, and you will see exactly which one I'm talking about. It's it's Tom Welling's head from a season six or season seven promo shoot on his season six body. Then on his right, we have Eric Durant's head on Kristen Crook's body. Wait, are you serious? Oh my god. Okay, that one looks super... Yeah. They, like, at least Chloe and, and uh, Oliver look okay. But but Lois and Clark look insane. Breeze, discuss. I mean, yeah, this definitely makes the season six poster look a little better yeah, in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm You'll still standing... I'm still standing by my opinion that it's not the best of the DC TV posters to come out yeah, for season I mean, six. Yeah, Supergirl looks much... The Supergirl poster looks better than the Flash poster. It just I has like more have... design yeah. to it. The Supergirl one looks just too busy as well because it... 
First of all, there's, like, I, I don't know if J.J. Abrams directed this poster because, wow, the lens flare on the poster. Uh, well, but, it, but, it, but like Bree said, it has more of a design, whereas the Flash one's just kind of like, hello, I am here. Um, <laughs> hello. And these people are also here. But, of course, far be it from me to complain that Iris's head is the second biggest head on that poster. As it should be, thank you, person who shoved those people onto that poster. You did well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's all the news that we have. Uh, one thing I want to just give a little shout out to, because uh, our own um, our own uh, Fozia uh, Sheriff, uh, who uh, who's been writing a lot of things for us on the Flash podcast, she recently wrote an amazing piece on why it's why it's important uh, and special. Um, of the Flash should let Iris have her natural hair because as we discussed on the on the on the diversity episode last weekend, you know it is a big thing that uh, that Kenneth Penn is actually going to get to have her natural curls as Iris in I think mm-hmm. episode f- four five. five five episode five you will get to see her in episode five. As uh, and why it's such a groundbreaking thing for for black women. So so please we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes for you guys to go and read because she Fosia did a really good job and I, I saw yes, a, she did. A, a lot of people were very happy with what she was saying and because it's it is important that, that we get to see this because for the past couple of seasons we know that Candace has not had the opportunity to have the, her hair um, in a way that a black woman would have. You know, there was something. There was a, some. There was some mess going on on about that. Uh, Daniel Panabrio got to have a black hairdresser, but Candace didn't. I think. Um, yes. Yes. So uh, please go read it. Yeah. But with that said, we're gonna kick off our free part Christ on Infinite Earths um, series on the Flash Podcast, as we only have now three more episodes left of our summer season. So this week. We're going to discuss some of the main characters that are important to the Crisis storyline from the comics. And then kind of give our little take on the TV incarnation that we might may or may not see. Next week, we're going to review the Crisis on Infinite Earths comic book. Uh, and we might have a special guest or two for that. And then in the final episode of, seasons, of the season 5.5 run, we're going to be doing our... Everything that we know about, about the TV version so far, what we're expecting it. To happen and just things that we really want to happen in the TV version, which might may also have some special guest hosts uh, that week uh, joining us uh, who are here. So, okay, so I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Tatiana and Breeze. We're gonna talk about some of the main characters and just kind of give it a little like one on ones on on them. Um. So so let's start let, let's start let's just start with our bad boy himself, the anti monitor. What's the what's the origin? <laughs> is he not a bad boy? I guess he is. I guess he is. Uh, so, what is the background uh, on um, on the anti monitor? Well, should we actually start with the monitor since okay. he's the opposite of the anti monitor? <laughs> That's true. Okay. You, you kind of need one, both of them. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, they are two sides of the same coin. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, so the monitor... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Were you going to start, Breeze? I was just going to say, as we already know, he's going to be played by LaMonica Garrett on the show. Um, We've seen him 
this past these past seasons of the shows, and so he will be recurring returning in that role. Yes, yes, he will. Yes, he will. Um, I don't really know how you describe the monitor or the anti monitor for that matter. Um, like they were two beings created at once, right? On two different moons. Um, and the monitor was instantly aware of, of his nemesis, the anti monitor, because they're, you know, the same, but not the same, the opposite. Um, I don't know what that sound was, but the monitor's like life goal or like purpose is to stop the anti monitor from anti monitor from basically sucking up the universe, right? Or the multiverse, sorry, excuse me. Um, so they just like battle uh, for millions, billions of years back and forth, unleashing their powers onto each other, resulting in a stalemate. Attacking each other again, going to sleep for a billion years, etc., etc., etc. So then, the monitor, um, in preparation for what is to come, which is the crisis, crisis on Infinite Earths, that has been foreseen. That will be, I guess, like their final, not their final showdown, because there's something else called Final Crisis. So obviously, it happens again, but. One of their final showdowns. Um, so he's like gathering forces from across the multiverse, trying to find worthy heroes that he can use to stop the anti-monitor from eating all of the universes. So he's been like arming villains across the multiverse so they can like wreak some havoc and then get the heroes to step up. So he sees which heroes should be part of his final team. In the crisis. Anyone else have things that they want to say about the monitor? Starting off, I guess that's where he starts. Yeah, I think that's a good overview. Um, in the comics, there's a lot to do with Oa, which is where the Green Lantern core is from, of course. So I don't think we'll be seeing any of that in the show's origin. If they want to introduce the Green Lanterns, that would be a nice surprise. But I don't think uh, we'll be getting deep into that in the show. Right. Yeah, I I mean, we've met the monitor so far in the crisis, um, I mean, the Elseworlds crossover last year, and he's been a recur- he kind of showed up on all the season finales, except for the Flash uh, this year. Um, I like them. In the comics, I like that he is... Uh, that he, uh, I mean, that he makes it very... I mean, it's very, made very clear he's not villainous, as, as, as compared to the TV version, because in the TV version, he kind of was a bit of a villain, you know, he kind of like he he had no problem with messing with the the, the, the lives of these people, and uh, and the t- in the in the comic, you know, he it's not so much that he kind of gets to the point, you know, we need you, like he's some he's bringing all of them together because, you know, the the friend- although he's a little bit like very willing to mess with or allow the mind of his you know adoptive daughter to be messed with, for the sake of his higher purpose. Well, do we want to talk a little bit more about that? Who would like to? I think I mean you. I mean you and Breeze were on a good on, on a good path, so you just go go for it. <laughs> well, basically, the Har- Harbinger, whose name I whose actual name I have just forgotten, it starts with an L. Breeze, do you remember her name? 
Yeah, so Harbinger in the comics is actually Lila Michaels, who Arrow fans will recognize that name because she is Diggle's wife in the show. Oh, um, Yeah, so we'll get, we'll explain more who Harbinger, Harbinger is, so it'll be interesting to see how and if she shows up in the uh, TV yeah. adaptation. Or if she is indeed, like, maybe it will be Lila Michaels from a different Earth. Um, but basically, she is Harbinger, and she has been employed or adopted by the monitor in order to uh, help him stop the anti-monitor. But she's been like brainwashed or, you know, whatever. The anti-monitor has been like calling to her and sort of like manipulating her to doing, to, into doing stuff that will eventually lead to her betraying the monitor. And this is something the monitor already knows is going to happen. So he's like been preparing for it and it's necessary in order for him to eventually be able to defeat the monitor, he must first be the anti-monitor. He must first be defeated. So that is obviously quite a um, emotional uh, struggle for Lila slash Harbinger. And it's not that exciting for her when she ends up killing her dad. And then she's like, Oh, but my dad wanted me to kill him. I guess it's fine. Wow. <laughs> Some, sometimes I, lo- I just want DC characters to be written in like in, like in the mind of Tiana Hollander just to kind of be like because she makes them all sound so dramatic but in a more relaxed way like like I guess my father wanted me to kill him deadpan oh goodness gracious deadpan DC no but it brings up a good point about whether the anti or sorry the monitor is good or evil he's kind of an anti-hero you know he knows the end game for all these things so some of his individual actions might seem kind of messed up or abusive but yeah. he he's one of those characters who has to kind of be above it all to work towards that angle yeah yes i, I agree in 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 the Arrowverse, harbinger has actually been the name a code name for for Lila as part of Argus, I think it was first referenced um, in season one. I think when Diggle and her were on a mission. I think it was the rated death, not death stroke, dead shot. Um, um, well, just realized they both wear eye patches. Maybe that's why people keep confusing their names all the time. That's just yes, <laughs> that's 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 an interesting thought. Hmm. Uh, well, it's not just a thought; it's a fact because they do. <laughs> okay, I'm horrible. Um, anyway, so there's the Harbinger character. Um, I think it would be so much fun for the actress if she actually got to play Harbinger, like from a different universe, uh, because you know she's been she's been on air for all the like for, for I mean for seven eight seven years now. So it would be a shame if, in the cause of it, if they don't have her serve that role in yes. one way or another. Um, because I, I will say this: it would be far fetched to to suddenly turn our Lila into Harbinger out of nowhere. Like you know, this whole time she's she it, she's been this character, but we've never seen a sign of it. I feel it would be more believable if they actually brought in a doppelganger and then. Just said, this is the harbinger of Earth 52 or something. Yeah, and it makes sense because Pariah is a different Wells. So why not make Harbinger a different Lila? Well, 
Good, good segue. Let's get into Pariah because Tom Cavanaugh, who's played many Mayor Harrison's of many Earths in the past six years, he'll be playing Pariah. And who is Pariah? Let's let's get into Pariah. Yes, I'll start, and please feel <laughs> free to correct me if I get anything wrong. But uh, Pariah was a scientist on a different Earth, um, and he kind of was this really intelligent scientist who cured a lot of things, created a lot of things. So kind of like a Wells, which so it makes sense that um, Tom Cavanaugh will be playing him, but he kind of got power hungry um, and ended up re- unleashing antimatter onto his earth, which as we all know, or we will find out antimatter is what eats up the planets. Um, and in doing so, he unleashed the the anti-monitor, who at the time was kind of in this long coma, um, and also unleashed the monitor. So the monitor, as punishment uh, to Pariah for unleashing the anti-monitor, has him kind of go to each planet as it's being destroyed, and he has to watch it. And he has another role that I won't spoil kind of longer down the road into Crisis. So that's kind of Ooh. him as a gist, in the, the gist of his character. Um, any other details you want to add about him, Taddy, before we just talk about what we figured was going to happen with a TV sh- version of him? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, he's a character just basically, like, it's interesting because this is kind of his penance, right? So he's doing something. He he did something bad many months ago, and now his punishment is to stay alive and witness this destru- destruction many times over. So he's a very conflicted character. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. I will also add in the comics he has purple hair, and I really hope that Tom Cavanaugh gets purple hair from this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a wig to witness. He has like a bit. He has, his costume is it's more green than Oliver Queen's costume for 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 heaven's sake. It's a, he has a big green cape, uh, and then he has some green armor on it, and it looks. It looks funky. I, I I remember I think it was either at the panel or maybe an interview where I think Candace just shouted, you know, like who's Pariah? And then like Eric Wall just like you know tells you know t- tells her like details and details of of uh, Pariah, like you know you know guy with the green cape, funky hair, and like people just like laugh or so or something. So that was fun to kind of just. <laughs> Because it's it's probably gonna be, it's gonna be fun to see all these characters, all these actors getting to like see all these crazy characters that we have from the comic, you know, anti monitor, monitor, and so on. Um, I don't expect him to be called Kelmasa, like in the comic. I think in this universe, he will just be a Harrison Wells who just goes by the name Pariah. I agree. I think, and I think that that's the thing that makes the most sense. We don't really need to give him a new name. It makes sense that on some Earth, Her- the actual Harrison Wells made such a large error in judgment with his scientific abilities that require him to pay this kind of penance. Penance. Um. So those like for, for like four of the big characters that does serve a you know a big purpose in the book. Yeah? And maybe, of course, the anti-monitor being the big bad of it all. Um, now, because people people who may not have read the book, uh, ladies, uh, what other characters do you think uh, might be 
might be relevant to talk about uh, uh, f- from the book, even if we haven't heard if they're going to be in the crossover or not. Yes, I mean, I think a big one, um, who, a character who plays a big role as well, in addition to we know Supergirl plays a big role, the Flash plays a big role, is Spectre. And I don't remember him being confirmed for the show. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, well, he's never been on in the Arrowverse. Uh, the only time we've seen him in live action was on Constantine, uh, played by um, Emmett Scanlon, who played who played Lobo on Krypton. Um, so we don't know if he's actually going to be in the concert whatsoever. Um, that another character that is kind of that is relevant is Psycho Pirate. The, who we did see in Elfworld crossover, yes. uh, played by Bob Frazier, uh, but and you know because he's kind of like the one at the end who kind of starts teasing the crossover by saying worlds will live, worlds will die, and the units will never be the same, uh, and saying that everything is, um, you know, everything is in motion now, everything is in in, in its right place. Um, what a what a what a good quote. Worlds will live, worlds will die, and the universe will never be the same. Yeah, that's a great mm. quote, and that's the splash page um, when you first open up Crisis on Infinite Earth. Uh, so, mm-hmm. if anyone wants to read the comics, you will find it there. Um. So yeah. So Harbinger, Pariah, Monitor, Anti Monitor. Psycho Pirate, who I don't think he's been announced to be returning for the crossover, but it would not surprise me if he's in it. Uh, now, if he gets his full-on costume, that's, that's what brings me. See, we saw him with the mask, but that was it. Uh, he didn't get like his big red cape or anything like that. Uh, Teddy, we were talking about uh, other characters who might be relevant to the crossover that we may, that we may have not heard of, of yet. But might still be worth talking about. Uh, who would you say some of those? Uh, can you think of any more characters that might be relevant to discuss? Alexander Luther Jr. Yes. So, what's his story? He is the uh, son of Lex Luther and Lois Lane on a different Earth. Nastiness. Yeah. Um, and he is saved Superman style just before the planet uh, disappears. And then he is sort of meant to be one of the heroes of Crisis and help stop the Anti-Monitor. Yeah, so he works a lot with Harbinger um, and Pariah. They're kind of the Monitor's little team. Um, and he has some special powers, or Alexander Luther does, from being kind of sent through the universe as it's collapsing. So he can kind of control the Anti-Monitor and... Uh, Regular matter, I guess it's called. I don't know what you call it, just regular matter. Maybe just matter? I don't know. Mad- yeah, matter. Matter and antimatter. Yeah, yeah I would guess so. <laughs> um, another one is, Super- is Superman from Earth 2. Uh, he's you know, he's a Clark we see on the Crisis comic cover that, you know, with the silver hair and so on. I highly doubt he will be in it. Because you already have Tyler Hanklin as Superman from Earth 38. You have you know Brennan Ralph as the Kingdom Come Superman from some universe. I don't know if it's supposed to be from the Superman Returns universe or if it's from a separate universe. And then you know who knows if Tom Welling will actually be in it. So I don't know if they actually have time to, to introduce another Superman. 
So my thought, my thought is, uh, we don't need no, you know, child that is the son of Lois and Lex. That's nasty. We already have a child that is the son of Lois and Clark. So well, he we should show- just use him. Well, he's showing up, but he's basically going to be a baby. So um, um, he can age. Well, yeah, but he's not- just put him in an aging machine. <laughs> yes, because somewhere in the crossover, Cisco is going to be like, "Y'all, we need to age this baby up." Uh, it could happen. It happened to Bart Allen. It could happen to this child too. Well, it, Alexander Luther ages rapidly because of how the antimatter has affected him. I guess so. I think Reese that's so how, smart. That's how you would retcon. <laughs> how do you get that baby aged up so fast? That's not um, even a retcon. That's just a con. That's right. Just- Ken. <laughs> and again, I think of any of the characters, I think he's the one that you would have to probably leave out of the adaptation just because, as you've mentioned, it's, I don't think people are going to love a, a Lex and uh, Lois child, and it's just nope, a lot nope. of timey-wimey, science stuff <laughs> that's going to be hard to explain in a five-episode crossover. Well, I mean, we have five hours, that's good. so that's going to be plenty of time unless you want to spend scenes with uh, couples fighting in the midst of the drama. Uh, like Christ on okay, Earth. you know they will, Andy. Just let it go. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's the CW, so what do I What do I know? I mean, hopefully, I mean, I, I trust these writers and so on to maybe just be like, let's just have all these couples be on the good, on good terms before we go into the crossover. Um... Although it might help if Felicity is not even in the crossover, maybe that's why it won't be any drama. I'm going to hell for that comment, aren't I? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So guys, it's been it's been up it's been a pleasure and honor to host the Flash podcast. Uh, Breeze, Andrew, and Tad will be back for season six, and I'll be in my grave. <laughs> and if hell if hell has uh, internet connection, I will probably binge watch season six of the Flash on Netflix. Wouldn't really be a, a very good hell if it did, would it? But, but <laughs> this got too real. Never mind. Um, uh-huh. I, I a big character I think is worth discussing is Superboy Prime. Oh, that's right. Who's who is Superboy Prime? Tatiana Hollander. Um, he is Superboy, but Prime. Is that is that correct? Is that who Superboy Prime is? Sure. As you know, on the Flash podcast, we are very technical in our <laughs> <laughs> No, um, <laughs> he's obviously from a different Earth, which is Earth Prime, um, and he's like a, he ends up in a, a paradise dimension, um, and still considers himself, what, like, Earth's greatest hero or whatever, but in that dimension, he becomes... He's like he morphs into like a not a good person. <laughs> I'm good at words. Words are great. Um, and so then he starts thinking that his Earth is the only like Earth that matters. Um, yeah, and that's all I got. I have nothing else. I'm well. That Earth, his Earth, is like erased in crisis. So and then he's trying to bring it back. I don't know. He kind of has a big role after Crisis as well, because when he basically, and I quote, pounds on the barrier reality, he creates, he creates ripples that, that makes a, 
several retcons and changes for characters in the DC continuity, which uh, included, you know, kind of merging all the Superman origins uh, from some of the various mm-hmm. books. Uh, they resurrected my, my son, Jason Todd, uh, one of the best characters in DC Comics, uh, one of the best Robins, but, but primarily the best Red Hood out there. Um, anyone who hates Jason Todd, you can, uh, you can, you can, um, uh, you can go to, you can go to jail. Uh, because, because uh, <sighs> hating on Jason Todd is not okay. I agree. Everyone, I don't understand this Jason Todd hate, but any hoobles. Um. Thanks <laughs> for the undeserved sarcasm, Tatiana. What do you, what? I love Jason Todd. Do you love Jason Todd? Tell me something about Jason I Todd. I do love Jason Todd. I don't necessarily love Jason Todd in Titans, the show, but I love t- Jason Todd in the comics. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's acceptable. Breeze? Your Jason Todd uh, feelings? I don't have feelings about him. Well, well, it's been um, well. The more important, he's is not I'm... my favorite Robin. Well, well, he's the... not my least favorite, I guess. Uh, the... Who's your least favorite? Say Damian Wayne. Say Damian Wayne. Say Damian Wayne. Please say Damian Wayne. Don't say Damian Wayne. What? Actually, what, what is your Damian. obsession with him? What do you mean my obsession with him? Well, like you like somehow like you like him. <laughs> is that the same thing as having an obsession? Ish. I feel I think bad that's a pretty me. broad range between <laughs> obsession and like. We were asking you a question, um, Grace. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess by default, Damien is my least favorite. Though I do like him on his. I don't like him with Bruce, but I think when he's kind of off on his own, like I love the Super Sun series. I think. Yes. I think when it's a self-aware situation where like they're like you can make fun of him and point out how ridiculous his behavior is, then I think he's a fun character to have around. I agree with that. Mm, okay. Oh, I mean, he's very traumatized. His mom like abandoned him and wanted yeah, to kill like him over. So you his have grandfather to was trying to induct him into a murder cult. Like it's kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult to be a well-adjusted person when you're Damien, and also his father is freaking you know Batman. J- like- Jason Todd's mother gave him up to the Joker, and he came out okay, relatively okay. Yeah. So what's David's excuse? He did not take- come out more relatively okay than David Wade. What? What is David? I think the takeaway here is Bruce needs to get his kids in therapy. Yes, exactly. What, what there- Less vigilanteism and more therapy. How did we get to this conversation? <laughs> wait, wait, isn't there a story in the comics where Bruce recruited the Grace that and basically Stockholm syndromed him into becoming Robin? Like I. Probably. Wasn't it All-Star Batman and Robin from Frank Miller? I don't know, but it sounds like something that Batman would do. Well, that sounds like something Frank Miller's Batman would do, because... Okay, listen, Batman, in any capacity, is picking up poor orphan children off the streets and turning them into vigilantes, okay? So, it's not... I I mean, Barbara wasn't really an orphan. Fine. But she's also not one of his adopted children. Anyway, I don't think the Bat family actually has a lot to do with Crisis. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be interested to see how they incorporate Batwoman. Um, That's true. That's true. Well, she will probably marry Kara and be like Supercore who? No, we don't support that. No, no, I, 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 is I, marrying I, I, a woman. No, thank you. Luther. Yeah, easily. No, thank you. And on their wedding day, Lena would be like, yeah, like, 
You better never, you better not lie to me ever again in this marriage, or this or this this marriage will come to an end very shortly. Yeah, yeah honestly, if you want drama before the crisis, I think it will be coming from Supergirl and not the yes. other shows. Well, listen, the Lena and Kara fight in the crosshair is so much better than Oliver Felicity like crashing on Barry and Iris's happiness like during like the the rehearsal dinner, being like, are those like? Well, isn't that what happened? I like, think they they fought the they fought on the the, the rehearsal dinner, and yes, then, they did. And then during the the, the the impromptu wedding, she was like, "Everyone, shut up, Oliver! I want to marry you. Let's do it right now, right here." And Iris and Bar- and Iris and Barry giving the dirtiest looks. Like I, I, I still will forever love that person on Twitter who sent us a screenshot of Greg Gustin and Candice Patton's like frown faces on them because I'm like y'all. If that was me, I would have slapped the crap out of them. I'm like go and crush someone else's wedding. Ugh. Oh, Oliver Queen's death is coming. I'm excited. Um. <laughs> um. Well, I think that's kind of. It. I don't think there are any more characters to discuss that are prominent to Crisis. Yeah, I mean, there are so many characters. Those are kind of the main, uh, yeah. the key players. There's a lot of characters who do show up that I think we might see return uh, either from another Earth or, I mean, like, I think we'll see probably another Earth Firestorm. He's in the comic. Characters that we've seen before who may not still be around, I think we'll get versions from other Earths, but those are the key Thanks players. Yeah, um, Patty, what about you? What? No, I mean, same. I'm, I'm looking forward to um, just, like, cameos more than anything, you know? Um, and I do still hold out some hope that we will get a reference to the Green Lanterns, just because last year we got a reference to John Diggle being a Green Lantern, and then on Arrow we got John Stewart, John Diggle Stewart. So I think they can at least give us a glimpse of the Lanterns on OA with the Diggle version of John Stewart. I cannot comment on that. Just tune in this this fall for the crossover. You guys will get your answers. So yes, yes, that's her words, not mine. You will get your answer in the crossover. That's all I will say. Uh, and that is true. All of your questions will be answered in the crossover. Yes. You will see things or you won't. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to be it. Uh, it's kind of a little shorter episode, but next week... Yeah, to- I think we have a little piece of feedback, perhaps. A little piece of feedback. Please, let's, let's read. Did I make that up? Did you make it up? No, I didn't. We have feedback from a Connor. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Shall I read it? Yes, of course. The original comic book is probably one of, if not the best DC event of all time. I understand there are limitations when it comes to TV shows, but I'm hoping they go all out on it. And that since it's Arrow's final season, they somehow get Deathstroke back. My expectations and predictions, as far as deaths are concerned, is that Oliver Queen doesn't actually die, but instead ends up in the Paradise Dimension, which is what I was talking about. That's where Superboy ends up, and that's where he gets a little wacko, which is where Monitor took Felicity to at the end of Season 7. 
And given how the showrunners of Supergirl and The Flash have been saying the crossover has major effect on the second half of these shows, seasons, I'm predicting that by the end of Crisis, Barry is lost in the Speed Force, Kara is killed by the Anti-Monitor, but comes back a la death and return of Superman. I would love Deathstroke. I would love Deathstroke to come back. I love Mona Bennett, uh, but Deathstroke is also being greatly done right now on Titans. Uh, every Friday at DCUniverse dot com, go subscribe. Um, <laughs> Oliver Queen not dying. I I think it would be a cop out if he doesn't die. You don't you don't go for a, for, for for a whole whole year teasing that he is gonna die, and then just be lol Jk. Just kidding. He he's acting the paradise dimension because that means I mean... that means that, that because that because the thing that that I don't like about it is that it, it it that allows the character to be able to come back at some point. Yes, and this and that's what you don't like. Well, because like, so I think he's gonna take over the Spectre mantle if they do introduce Spectre into the show, um, like in the comics, because mm-hmm. then you could you could kill him but still have him be a part of. The, the events and then you know do whatever send him off to Felicity at the end well I mean I, like I mean, I mean oh. if Stephen Amell wants to run around with a green cape and being shirtless and looking even more white like the, the he Dunn. definitely does uh. want to do that I assure you <laughs> I know I know Breeze because I think some of his shirtless scenes got even more limited as the show went on and may- that makes me think that maybe he was like guys we don't need to do this uh, yeah, season one, like that was ridiculous. How how much Charlotte scenes we were getting. So no, I don't. I don't. I just, for me, it would just be an easy way out for that man. And I think that you know, look, Crisis in it's this is this is this is their end game. If we're comparing it to like the Avengers, for example, characters straight up died. Black Widow is no more. Tony Stark, no more. The Vision, no more. Like. Death needs to have a meaning. We need to have stakes in these crossovers. To just say, oh, he's just in a paradise dimension. It's like, okay, first of all, a name like Paradise Dimension, that name just screams that, oh, we can break out of it eventually. Because it sounds very flawed. I don't, I mean, that's the thing. If they want to be able to bring him back at some point, then that's where they're going to put him. Um, do I think that's more likely than them straight up killing him? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, but that doesn't mean that. The only reason that I would agree with this is that um, they, the monitor took Felicity to go to, to go to Oliver and said, there's no way you can come back, you know, I'm begging you. And I doubt that he took her to kill herself and be dead with him. <laughs> so... Pretty sure what? that he took her someplace that is like you know the paradise dimension. Can we just make it the hell dimension because they crashed Baron Ives' wedding? Yes, that is what it is. It's the paradise dimension, aka the you're in hell now because you crashed the West Island wedding. I mean, look, I mean that's a sin in itself. I mean, it's in the Bible. Okay. Flash season six, October eighth on the CW. Dare to defy. But with that said, let's wrap this up. Uh, Breeze, where are you on social media? And tell them about your other projects. Yeah, so you can find me on the Twitter at Breeze Riley. 
Um, and then I also work over on the marvelreport.com as a managing editor with Tatiana and Andy. Uh, so I'll be covering New York Comic Con in three weeks, I think, for the nice. Marvel Report. So check us out over there. Sadly, not a lot of DC TV stuff uh, going on at New York Comic Con, though they will have a Batwoman panel. Um, well, they will have all the new footage for Black Lightning and Bat and Titans. Uh, so that there's that. Um, so yeah, there will be there will be things there will be things to to go down. Um, Taddy, you do oh good lord, she does so many things. Where are you on social media? Tell them about your various projects. You can find me at Marcella's Ear on Twitter or Instagram, and I will most likely post all the things I do there. But you can also find my writings of some kind or another on the Marvel Report, on the Flash Podcast, on Screen Rant, on that hashtag show, and with an accent. And finally, if you'd like to listen to my voice even more than you already do, um, I have... Ladies with Gumption, which is a podcast uh, with May and Jessica about all the ladies of DCTV, which you can find on, you know, wherever podcasts are. Uh, and also um, Pop a la Carte, which is my With an Accent podcast with Valerie. And you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Annie You can also find me as a co-host on the Titans Doom Patrol podcast. And the Sabrina Podcast. So, at Titus Podcast on Twitter. And at Sabrina underscore podcast on Twitter. And that's where you can find all the links to the various podcasts. And you can subscribe to them if you want to hear me talk about more comic book TV shows. Uh, I also run the Marvel Port together with Breeze and Teddy and a lot of awesome Marvelous people. And I also write for Screen Rant. So, I, I've, I've been very busy lately. I've been writing about um, some of the scenes for some of the DC TV shows. Uh, their best and worst episodes. So, go check them out. And yeah, I help just help run the DC Podcast Network in general. So um, there you go. But let's do some podcast plugs. So first of all, if you want all the latest news about the Flash, uh, anything you need, like from trailers and photos and descriptions and so on, you go to the flashpodcast.com website where we get all of that at Tatiana's comic reviews and so much more. There's always stuff going on every week on the flashpodcast.com, so check it out. Uh, follow the Flash Podcast on social media by going to the Flash Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. Subscribe to the Flash Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, hit us up with some five star reviews as it's a great way to support the podcast. And be sure to let us know what you enjoy most about The Flash. Listen to The Flash Podcast live on the Mix Radio Network, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern via the mix.fm. Uh, you can follow the entire DC Podcast Network on dcpodcast.com, where we have amazing shows for Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Little Tomorrow, Black Lightning, classic DC TV shows, Titans, Doom Patrol, uh, Stargirl, uh, Batwoman, and Watchmen. So go to dcpodcast.com, follow the network on social media at DC Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but not least, subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Uh, DC TV Podcasts have its own Tee Public store. So if you're interested in DC TV related merchandise, click on the link in the show notes and get some awesome gear as it does support the network so we continue to make these podcasts. And last but not least, if you have any questions or thoughts or feedback about The Flash or the era version in general, you can email the flashpocket at gmail.com. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be it for this week. Next week, we're going to review the Crisis on Infinite Earth, Earth's comic book. So, enjoy! Joy!
It's a joy. Yes, it is gonna be a lot of joy. Uh, so there you go. So with that said, and also billions of deaths. And she brought it all down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we'll see you next week. So until then, I'm Andy B. I'm Tatiana. And I'm Breeze. And we'll see you next week on the Flash Podcast. Mm-hmm.